1: Welcome to another episode of All Things Policy. I'm Harshid Kukreja. With me today, I have my colleague, Karl Jason. Hi, Karl. How are you?
0: Hey, Harshid. Hi. All good? Yeah, I'm good, Harshid. Looking forward to this conversation on a subject that's of, you know, fairly uh, high interest for me and hopefully to the listeners.
1: Yeah. So today we'll talk about the FIFA World Cup is happening in Qatar this year. And that is basically next month. And there's an interesting development for Indian football fans. All matches will be streamed live for free, like absolutely free. You have to download an app and you can watch it for free. So today we'll talk about Wycombe 18's decision to make the FIFA World Cup available for stream for free. The long term strategy and basically overall the future of sports OTT market in India. Karl, over to you.
0: Yeah, Harshit, that's about right. So maybe I can just maybe start off with a brief, you know, background to this uh, development that you shared, right, of YCOM 18 uh, deciding to make the FIFA World Cup stream for free in India. So YCOM 18, you know, just to put things in context, is a TV broadcasting and digital media company, and it's owned by Reliance Industries, right, as we all know. So now they have the exclusive TV as well as the digital streaming rights for the upcoming FIFA World Cup, right? Yeah, so this was purchased for a value of about 450 crore. But leaving that aside, what is interesting uh, in this conversation is that Ycom18's OTT platform is Woot, as all of you listening to this would recognize. But however, the FIFA World Cup is not going to be streamed on Woot. It's going to be streamed on Geo Cinema app instead, right? And Geo Cinema app, as all of you would know, is part of uh, the Reliance Geo family of apps that are free to use for Geo subscribers. But the idea is now that Ycom 18 has brought Geo Cinema within its ambit. Even non-Geo subscribers can now just download the app and watch the FIFA World Cup for free. So that's like a brief background to you know what Ycom 18 has in mind in terms of streaming the FIFA World Cup.
1: So how have they made it free? But is it like absolutely free? They paid for the rights, right?
0: Yeah, so they have paid for the streaming, right? So I think technically speaking, I mean, we know that there are no like free lunches. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, someone is still paying for the subscription, right? To the service. So I think interesting here is that so far only the Geo users were able to use the Geo Cinema app or any of the Geo apps, for instance. But that's going to change now with other subscribers, right? If you have an Airtel or if you have a... What a fun Idea Network. You can just download the app and then you know kind of watch the FIFA World Cup for free. But you know, going beyond the FIFA World Cup, I think what's interesting about Ycom Eighteen strategy is that it's not going to restrict itself to just the FIFA World Cup. It's also going to have other sporting properties like the NBA, ATP tennis, for instance, which will eventually move from boot to the Geo Cinema app, right? And the idea is that all of this will be made available for free to anyone in India. So I think that's how they're trying to market this in terms of offering it as a free-to-consume product.
1: So instead of what previously used to happen, that you have to be a customer of Jio to use these apps, now anybody mm-hmm. can do it. So what I have understood is basically Viacom's strategy is that they'll make a lot of sporting OTT events over, sporting mm-hmm. events over OTT free. Is this a bit to like grow their user base or... What do you think is a so FIFA is only one month long, right? So what do you think is a long-term plan for ycom 18? And why they have decided to do this?
0: Yeah, so with I think there's again a bit of context that we need to bring in here uh, for the benefit of the listeners. So one is that, you know, so earlier this year, you know, the India, India's competition regulator, the CCI, approved the merger mm. of Geo Cinema with Ycom 18, right? And the interesting bit here is that one of the investors, that is Bodhi Tree Systems, they invested about $1.78 billion in YCOM 18. And as part of the deal, the investor wanted Geo Cinema to be a part of the YCOM 18 network, right? So this was one of the conditions of that deal. So, in effect, what this means is that Reliance basically got Geo Cinema transferred from one of its subsidiaries to the other, right? Uh, and this was mm-hmm. at the behest of an investor. So, from mm-hmm the Reliance Geo subsidiary, it has been now transferred to the YCOM 18 subsidiary, right? So it's just sort of like an internal transfer of platform rights. So definitely there's a commercial angle to this. uh, And as I elaborated on, it's from the recent merger between Geo Cinema and YCOM 18. But I think what's interesting to the conversation here is really the strategic reasons for this, right? So now Geo Cinema, if you were to look at the numbers, right? So they have about 400 million lifetime app downloads. And this is almost equal to the number of Geo subscribers overall, right? Which is about 413 million roughly, but also it's worth noting that not all of them uh, will be active users, right? So you would have people who may have subscribed to Geo but may not necessarily use a Geo cinema app, but in any case, I think we find the Jio cinema app already hosted within, you know, the Geo app for instance so certainly the number of downloads is a very important aspect of why why com 18 has decided to you know kind of get the fifa world cup streaming uh, on geo cinema and if you compare it to their original ott platform which is boot right mm-hmm. uh, boot is only 1 million paid subscribers right so and i think that's that's a massive difference and these are figures that i've quoted here are as of march 2021 so although VOOT has been able to bring in other sporting properties like the NBA, ADP tennis, and a few other sporting properties and events, it's it's really not been able to shift or move the needle as much in terms of viewership. And I think that's why uh, YCOM 18 has decided to kind of, you know, get all these sporting properties to a platform that already has a very large user base, right, that they can work with. So... But yeah, do come back to your uh, initial question about, you know, why would they want to start with a FIFA World Cup that is obviously like, you know, high, this high traction, it is the most popular sort of sport on the planet. But at the end of the day, it's still just a one month long tournament. So how is a one month long tournament essentially going to drive business growth for YCOM 18, right? I think here's where I think the longer term game plan, right, of YCOM 18 comes into the picture. So, you know, as I had said, they have other properties that they're going to onboard now onto the Geo Cinema platform. And all of these properties don't have the viewership numbers like the, say, the FIFA World Cup or the IPL or even the English Premier League, for that matter, uh, would have, right? So, one strategy is definitely to boost the viewership of you know, other sports content, and this is Again, crucial because as I pointed out, you know, they want to move the viewership needle, which is otherwise not possible with only a single tournament, right? And the interesting thing here is like, you know, the previous World Cup that happened in 2018, the 2018 FIFA World Cup. So it was Sony Sports that had the exclusive rights Mm -hmm. and they were able to uh, rake in a cumulative reach of 254 million, you know, viewers so that's the kind of reach you're looking at when you bring in a sporting property like the fifa world cup and which will have a spill on effect uh, so a spillover mm-hmm. effect rather on uh, on other sporting properties as well
1: uh, i think the consumption oh. of ott mm-hmm. has like expanded rapidly post the covid the mm-hmm. pandemic the lockdown and i did not realize that sports ott yet uh, yeah obviously fifa though at least you will have a huge viewership but what do you think about ipl will ipl be made free to watch and will it does it make a business sense to like buy the rights for ipl for like such a huge cost and as compared mm-hmm. to uh, fifa and then let them let it stream for free
0: Yeah, so i'll get down to say the commercials of the ipl rights you know that ycom 18 is one which is you know, about like 50 times that of, you know, that was four times rather four times that of the IPL rights. So I think what we need to understand here is... So you are saying the FIFA rights are more expensive than the IPL rights? No, I need to clarify here. The IPL rights are more expensive. Okay. So in terms of, you know, as you pointed out, right, so the FIFA World Cup is just a month long tournament. So how is it going to drive like long term business growth for them? And I think this is where the, the Indian Premier League rights uh, that YCOM 18 won uh, comes into the picture, right? So, and it beat its closest rival Disney Star for about 20,500 crores, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is the rights for uh, the digital streaming. Disney Star, of course, won the you know rights for broadcasting it on television, but the digital rights are with YCOM 18. Okay. Now. Uh, Just to be clear here, right? So, we are not sure whether the IPL is going to be moved to Geo Cinema yet. The IPL season is still fairly some months away. But of course, it's likely to be, say, if at all it's moved to Geo Cinema, it will bring the property available for Geo subscribers. But I think it's fairly reasonable to assume that Reliance may not be looking at, you know, driving revenue through, say, paid subscriptions like what Hotstar is doing, for instance, right? Because Mm -hmm. Reliance is model has always been through ad driven sort of revenue, right? So they monetize all their sort of channels or live sports, predominantly through ads. So I think mm-hmm. oh, we can only speculate here, but I think it's likely going to be an ad driven model uh, for Reliance uh, when it comes to the IPL. And of course, when Reliance looks at single user, a single geo user, Reliance is banking on the lifetime value of that geo user or the geo subscriber, right? And I think that far outweighs Any, uh, let's say, limited subscription packages that they would try to build. So I think we are not yet sure whether the IPL is going to be made free to watch in this format. But given the history of how Reliance packages some of its sporting properties, I think we can assume that, you know, they will probably just go for an ad-driven model here.
1: Okay, okay. So basically, IPL may be free to watch, like FIFA. Okay, so Carl, let's take a break. We'll continue our conversation after the break.
0: Yeah, that sounds good, Harshit.
1: Hello, listeners. Welcome back to our conversation between me and Carl. We were talking about how the scenario of OTT sports is changing in India. How reliance is trying to bring these sporting events for free how does that work and what we think is the thinking behind that so Carl, what do you think this ultimately means for the indian subscriber the large picture
0: yeah i think like yeah it's important to zoom out here and look at this from a consumer perspective right and i think one of the main clarion calls of jio has always been that, you know, we offer cheap data plans, you know, it's it's going to be the cheapest sort of network that people can purchase. And this has certainly helped them lower, like, you know, potential users, like onto their network. And I think, yeah, they have now topped uh, in terms of market share. But one of the consequences of, say, Ycom18 now having rights to at least three, or at least, let's say, two of the three biggest, you know, cricket broadcast rights, right? And here, I mean, the IPL and the BCCI's, the Indian national cricket teams games is that it would just lead them to increase prices like for their data plans, because now what you have is all the sports properties are now housed within the geo platform and it will just maybe help them drive more revenue through their data plans. And you know, which will be of course, borne by the end user. So increase prices for the geo sort of data plan is, is certainly one consequence. For the Indian subscriber, yeah, right, and I think that's again something to watch out for.
1: So basically, they are trying to monopolize the sporting to certain extents and cricket to a large extent. So they'll push for maybe they'll push for like better prices for their data plans, and obviously you will get more data usage. So even if they don't like increase the price, they'll still earn more.
0: Yeah, so I think, of course, they have their uh, sort of model there. But I think, by and large, what we're seeing is that they'll certainly try to lure subscribers, say, of Vodafone Idea or, say, Airtel, onto the platform because now they're going to host these, you know, cricket events, right? And I would go one step further to say that it may not be enough to have only the FIFA World Cup to lure a very large segment of the Indian population. You do need a cricketing property there. And I think that's why the IPL and also IF they managed to win the BCCI rights to telecast BCCI matches, Uh, it's going to be a huge game changer for them. So the moment you have these sporting properties as part of Geo's uh, package, it will certainly incentivize them to sort of monopolize and increase prices, right? For their data plans, or if they choose to do a subscription model, it could be a fairly highly priced subscription. So I think, yeah, those are some of the consequences of this kind of, you know, digital media rights on uh, or in YCOM 18's hands
1: yeah so we are basically we are looking at what we started monopolization and maybe better market capture and then obviously profiteering you'll have to profiteer if you're putting in so much money that i think would could be certain consequences for the indian user so what do you think the future of sports content on OTT will look like? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah no, I, I just wanted to also, you know, talk about like the non-GEO subscribers here, right? Because I think mm. the implications are probably far greater for them than, let's say, a GEO user who already has the platform and it's available for free, quote unquote. So I think mm. it's GEO definitely trying to hook people to their platform by offering sports for free, right? So that sports for free model is definitely what they're going to try out with the non-GEO subscribers. And when the IPL comes around, what they'll do is they'll either, say, put a paywall for non-geo subscribers or they will just say, you know, you need to switch to a GEO SIM to be able to watch it for free. So, yeah, there's certainly going to be a trade-off there for non-geo subscribers. And I think that's where, you know, packaging both the IPL and BCCI, you know, cricket telecast rights will become very important for them. Now, there's a potential conflict of interest here, right? In which many commentators have brought out And which is the Mumbai Indians, which is, again, one of the most successful teams in the IPL, is owned by Reliance Industries. Of course, it's owned through its subsidiary called India Win Sports. So there's really a conflict of interest that's at play here. With the broadcaster also owning an IPL team, for instance, right? And you can understand how the advertising sort of choices here or the advertising options will be carefully monitored or carefully controlled by YCOM 18. And this will have consequences, say, for its rivals. So there's definitely a conflict of interest there. But if I were to also maybe look at the changing face, and your question was on how is the OTT market, the sports OTT market, shaping up in India? And I think that's really at the heart of Reliance's business strategy, right? So if you look at the digital OTTs, what you see is this is an opportunity to, you know, capture maximum eyeballs, right? And this is just going to help drive their business promotions, you know, different products, apps that they want to advertise. So, and if you're wondering like how this is connected to the IPL or how uh, this is connected to Jio and the IPL, what you're going to see is a model called the shoppable media, right? Or content Mm -hmm. to commerce as it's Mm -hmm. called wherein you're watching something on the OTT platform and uh, you basically make purchases while you're still on that platform, right? Swiggy Pop was a very sort of innovative idea that was, you know, that was experimented in in one of the IPL seasons where you're watching the game. You don't have to essentially move or switch to the Swiggy app to order. You can order while you're watching the game itself. So the shoppable media has become a very important part of why OTT is now... uh, is doing fairly well in India and why Reliance wants to kind of capture this market, right? So that's an important sort of point to note here. But if you also just take a look at the value of this market, right? So if you want to have a bidding, right, for uh, sports television rights versus sports digital uh, streaming rights, let's say the last five to six years, you would certainly say that television rights would be far more expensive, right, for the bidder. But what do you see today, right in 2022, if you were to glean through the the IPL bidding rights, right for the telecast, what you see is that even though YCOM 18, uh, you know, has gotten the digital rights, and they've got the digital rights for almost the same value as the television or the telecast rights, right on television, broadcast rights. Hmm. And so what this means is certainly the value of the market or it's moving towards a direction where OTT is certainly going to be more lucrative for, say, you know, a broadcasting company or a bidder. And which is why you see it's almost equal, right? So I have the numbers here in front of me. So Disney, you know, paid about 57.5 crores, right? For the television rights. Whereas YCOM 18 coughed up almost 58 crores for the digital media rights. So you see that it's sort of come to the level of television rights, and which is why I think OTT will certainly, you know, be the future in that respect. But I think one of the other very important idea here to talk about is, you know, like, if you're going to acquire a customer, for instance, right, how are you going to give the customer a multi-platform experience? And I think this is where I think Reliance, or by extension, YCOM 18, uh, is really like stepping up the game, right? So, and I think OTT, there is a value for OTT platforms that has not only really integrated, say, a streaming platform, for instance, YCOM 18, but also operate as a network provider, which is Reliance Geo, right? And Reliance is fairly unique in this respect, that it has a streaming platform and it is a network provider. So to contrast this, say, Disney Hotstar, for instance, right? So Disney Hotstar would charge about 299 rupees, which is about like four US dollars for their annual sports package. So if you want to watch any content on Hotstar, you would have to pay for this annual subscription. So although this is like fairly uh, cheap, again, quote unquote, it's, it's probably not cheap for a lot of people, but 300 for an annual you know, subscription package is way cheaper than it was like, you know, a few years back. But again, this doesn't include a mobile data that you watch it on, right? So, And this is where I think Jio's marketing strategy of, you know, paying the same amount of money for that data and being able to consume the content on the streaming platform for free, right, essentially. I mean, when I say free, it's that they have purchased the data and then you get to watch all the sporting content on the platform for free. So certainly from a customer acquisition standpoint, OTT has a far more powerful sort of pull if uh, let's say the brand or let's say the broadcaster is not just a streaming platform, but is also a network provider. And here the classic example of that is Reliance. So, uh, and yeah, I think that's really what uh, I wanted to share, you know, on this particular conversation, Hashid. It's still a very recent development, so I do not want to speculate like too much. But let's see how uh, this evolves into something that is going to, of course, bring a lot of revenue for Reliance. But at the same time, let's see what are the innovations that the subscribers or the viewers can hope to watch. And I think the FIFA World Cup will give us a taste of what Reliance's OTT strategy uh, is concerned.
1: Yeah, so it's a interesting development to watch out for. I'm a little wary of sort of like monopolization in any market. And obviously a few big players, big players are not good for the economy in general, for the consumers. They have too much market power. And seeing this and that too, now Reliance is holding the rights. They are giving you the product and they also have a sort of like Will push you to their own network. Mm. I, I was reading some data which said that Jio is losing a lot of people when I think Jio 2016, when Jio came out, a lot of people acquired Jio as their secondary sims because of the cheap data plans and free data and things like that. But uh, the latest data shows that a lot of people switched off their secondary sims in April 2022, 7.5 million people shut their secondary sims. So Maybe this is a way for Jio to make people like retain the Jio as their sole service provider instead mm. of keeping it as a secondary sim, which a lot of people do. I do that too. So yeah, this is a very interesting development. And I think this was a very interesting conversation, Carl. Thank you for yeah, being I here. hope
0: I hope it was interesting for the listeners and you as much as it was interesting to me. But yeah, hopefully by the time the World Cup is done and dusted and other sporting properties are on the horizon, maybe we can sort of revisit the subject and look at how Reliance has performed, right? So yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Harshit for uh, discussing this subject.
1: Thanks, Kyle, for being here. Thank you, listeners, for listening to us. Meet you in the next episode.
0: Thank you. If you liked our show, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can tune into them on the IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow IVM on social media. The handle is at ivm Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And hey, if you'd like to dive into Takshashila's research on technology, strategy, and economic affairs, check us out at our Twitter handle, at inst or our website, takshashila.org.in.